Good day, everybody. I am Connor McIver, a.k.a. Connor with Honor, Santa Clarita real estate agent here in Santa Clarita, serving greater Los Angeles and beyond here in Southern California. This is going to be your November 4th update 2021. What's happened in the real estate market is I put it up at a blog post yesterday concerning what is going on. It seems like because the market is going through its traditional yearly slowdown as we start to get into the holidays, people, well, the agents are starting to become a little concerned because the business just isn't there. They don't have the same numbers that they're recording other parts of the year when the market is a little bit faster or moving more briskly. For example, if you look at the time from February to April, that's usually the time the market starts to pick up. January is usually when connections are starting to be made. People are going to be interested in saying, you know, should I maybe consider buying something, selling something? Usually they're getting close to tax time. Tax time is another event that does also create extra real estate business or real estate business as a result of maybe somebody's accountant telling them, you know, you really need the write-off of that mortgage interest while we still can. It's really a good idea for you to maybe pursue that look to purchasing real estate. And then they can give you the number if you're paying $3,000 a month for rent, yet you're paying then on the other side of it a $3,000 a month mortgage, you're going to be basically end up better off tax-wise than you would if you would just actually rent instead of owning something where you're actually writing off that mortgage interest. But again, everybody's specific. Maybe in some scenarios, that's not a better option. Just make sure you speak with your CPA or accountant or your tax professional to find out exactly if that is something that is beneficial. If it is, you know, look me up, Connor, with honor, see what's going on within the real estate circles, and I'll give you access to whatever you need to do searches. And I also will, of course, search for you. As far as the real estate is concerned here in the Santa Clarita Valley and greater LA, we are experiencing that slowdown through the fall. So I'm starting to see a lot of articles by agents about uh, timeliness and selling now before next year, because who knows what's going to happen. All indicators would state next year is going to be good for real estate. And because it looks like a lot of the clove, uh, clovid, clovid, Clovis, that's New Mexico. COVID issues are going to be potentially put to rest. Now, of course, who knows what's going to end up happening ultimately till we get there. But if we're going to opine on next year, a lot of the experts in the world that really don't have vested interest in real estate per se are talking about the financial markets continuing to do well. Inflation's going to continue to move apparently up. But as far as real estate goes, that's a nice uh, inflation blocker in some ways. And if you do get out there and look at real estate, it's definitely important to make sure you get those numbers correct on what exactly it's going to cost you to own it. A lot of people miss that boat. They're looking at a mortgage, but they're not thinking about if the uh, property taxes, what that's going to look like. They're not thinking about home insurance, what that's going to look like. So there are other things and homeowners association, for example, a lot of times when you're renting, those items are covered by the landlord they're not charging you extra. Well, maybe it's included in the payment, but you're not paying it like writing a separate check or having it as part of your payment. The taxes and property taxes and HOA and insurance. Usually the landlord, you know, says, okay, it's going to be three grand a month to rent this property. And that's how much it is. So that's what you write the check for. You really don't worry about anything else except utilities and maybe renter's insurance. 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say renter's insurance, you want to look into that because that really does protect you uh, liability-wise in a lot of other ways when it comes to renting uh, here in Southern California. And you know, Southern California, there's a lot of lawsuits. It's no secret. A lot of people sue each other out here and maybe less per capita here than maybe in the Midwestern United States. I know I'm from New Mexico. My dad looked at lawsuits as a taboo. He wasn't that type that would potentially start something that could be frivolous or uh, could be just because it looks like he might make some money from it. He, he wouldn't have sued anybody for anything, even if he was done completely wrong. That was just his code. I'm not saying that's a better way to be. That's just, well, that's who my dad was, God rest his soul. So that's what I have to say about that. Coming back into real estate, though, you want to get all those questions answered just so you know what you're going into when it comes to owning a piece of real estate or a residence. You want to find out what the other costs could be. Maybe you have a pool. Maybe you're kind of excited about having a property with a pool. Maybe you're doing some YouTube searching and saying, you know what, I can do that. It seems to be easy. I can do the chemical ad, do the sweeping, keep the components updated, keep the filters clean. At the end of the day, maybe it'll be too much because if you let it slip, the swimming pool, you're going to be paying a lot of money to have somebody out to fix and make that water clear again. Algae moves quickly, especially in the heat here in Southern California and Santa Clarita. These are all those unknown charges. And whenever I meet with clients, real estate buyers, we do sit down and we go over these and discuss what those charges are going to look like and they wrap their mind around everything all total. Your CPA becomes super important because then they're going to give you Another variation, so if you're paying out maybe $60,000 to the federal government in the form of taxes, they're going to be able to give you an idea what you can expect to get back by owning a residence and actually having that as part, or you having that mortgage interest deduction that does exist out there uh, in, the, in the real estate market. So make, make sure you do follow up on that with your CPA and find out if you don't own real estate, is it a good time? Now, the other end of that, people stating that you really need to hurry and buy something because prices get too far out of whack, could be the case. I think that the numbers that are being reported, again, no proof, this is all conjecture, but it looks like next year, those numbers are gonna be modest, nothing crazy in the market. We're not gonna see any big highs or big lows. It's just gonna kinda continue. Word on the street is two to 3% increase over the next year in 2022. But a lot can happen, right? The world is a very strange place these days, a lot different than when I was a kid back in the 70s. Now, there's a lot going on, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are shaking their head at the same time, kind of reflecting on everything going on in the world and how it's changed so much. The thing is, when you're reading things online and they're giving you information about the real estate market, just like the post I put up yesterday, you wanna make sure that it's verifiable information you want to find out what that source is and who's putting it out and what their mission is. What's their why? Why are they doing it? Connor McIver, me, I'm publishing content, writing blogs, doing the radio show, uploading these to YouTube because I want to be informative. But at the end of the day, I also want to be able to represent people in buying and selling real estate because, well, that's how I earn a living. So knowing that, and if you find out I'm out there squeezing or bending or manipulating the truth in order to be the catalyst for you to make some kind of buying or selling decision, 
and I'm taking the truth and I'm warping it or changing it or modifying it, well, I wouldn't work with me either. I, I, I wouldn't even call Connor. That's why I am Connor with honor. I don't like that. I think that's a horrible thing for people to do. But I see it <clears throat> day in and day out. So it's important that you do verify the information that people are putting out there in reference to your next move. If it's real estate, great. If you're having some kind of an operating procedure at a hospital or a doctor's office, it's not bad to look that stuff up. But at the end of the day, you're gonna find out that there's so much information online it's difficult to figure out who to trust. So my recommendation is if Connor with honor isn't your thing and you're gonna go somewhere else, interview three somewhere else's, find three other people, talk to them, and get an idea where they stand on the market, where they get their information from, how they operate. Do they have a team? Are you gonna be working with Connor specifically or is Connor gonna pawn you off to somebody? In my circumstance, you're gonna be working with me because anybody that contacts me works with me. Uh, people that contact my agents work with them. And at the end of the day, it's really important for you to find that person that you're gonna click the best with, one that you believe can fulfill your needs to the best of their ability and up to your standards. And I would not be shy in asking those questions. How is this gonna work? Who's gonna be my point of contact? And besides that, how are you gonna communicate with me? And how do I get updates? So knowing all these things going front, those being really good questions to ask, I think are gonna really help you make probably the best decisions when it comes to purchasing real estate. As we close out every year, this year's no different. It's almost every year, depending on economy and everything else going on. But usually you're going to see a change when it comes to volume of real estate. Volume of real estate, active listings, number of homes sold, and all those other things that impact real estate on a uh, daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. During the holiday season, not everybody is excited to put their house on the market or keep their house on the market. Buyers typically slow their roll down if they are super active. Whenever, if, if they have kid-dependent or school-dependent children, they're going to be slowing their roll when school goes back into session because to uplift and replace a child in school is not easy and could be somewhat traumatic. <laughs> Again, another change in time. My parents didn't care. They, they would throw me in a new school mid-year, mid-quarter. didn't really matter. I would adjust. But now I'm, I guess it's maybe better if you don't. But again, these are all personal decisions, family decisions. I still know people that say the kids will survive, it'll work. And I know other people that said there's no way it's going to happen. I think a majority goes the other way and would rather not because it does get complicated when you're trying to move, especially a family and then children to an entirely new school when it's in the middle of the year. When the school system does start its uptick and start going back in August, September, if people haven't found a house by then, typical buyers that have school-dependent children, they're going to quit and not continue. On the other side of it, if a buyer doesn't have school-dependent children, they might actually start moving a little bit faster when it does get into the holidays because real estate does move slower and sometimes sellers appear to be a little bit more desperate than at other times during the year. The property's not moving. They remember the story from their neighbor that happened mid-summer where they got 50 offers on their property 
and they actually got the price to go $150,000 more than even what comparable value would be. That being the case, they get excited, so they list their property on the market maybe a little later in the year towards the holiday season, but then there's a problem because the market slowed down and the buyers that were there before might not be there for their specific house in this specific area and with its configuration, elevation, and those sorts of things. Maybe it's just not as popular as it would have been when you had five times as many buyers rolling around out there than you do today. Sellers need to understand that. Don't get desperate. If you think as a seller that you might want to take your property off the market, ask your agent. Say, what do you think about how this is going to work? And understand that there is a certain period of time within the multiple listing service where the properties are advertised and publicized and marketed. And that's the advantage of working with a realtor because you're seeing, you're being seen, realtor.com, all the other systems, California Association of Realtors. You're going to be, be uh, you're going to be seen online, Zillow, Truly, or Redfin. They're all going to do a mass upload once the MLS system gets all the data and your agent puts it in. But is it really the best time to sell during the holiday? Maybe not. Maybe not for some. So I would ask your agent, hey, Jack, what do you think about me putting my listing on hold versus withdrawing it versus canceling it? And find out what they have to say and then follow up with them in writing to make sure you understand what they said. Because if something goes wrong, it's going to cause you pain that might have been avoided if you would have just asked the right questions or if your agent would have been more upfront with you as it pertains to canceling. Somebody comes to me and says, hey, Connor, uh, holidays are coming up. Me and Gladys were talking. We really don't want to have our property uh, viewed and seen over the holiday season. So what do you suggest? Uh, we would like to have it taken off the market. So my explanation to that would be, you know, with everything, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I try to live in the moment. So the moment's telling me, sure, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Uh, I'll give you kind of one side than the other. Uh, we definitely want to make sure if we are going to withdraw this listing or cancel it, understand that you're going to be called by pretty much every single agent within a thousand miles, well, not a thousand, 50 mile radius. And they're going to want to know if you're ready to hire the right agent. And you're going to say, well, we're just taking a break to let the holidays pass so we could relist it in January, they're going to do their best to spin you and pitch you to get that listing away from, well, your agent. Uh, go in, go in the front in the beginning and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to stay with my agent. You know, thanks for calling. Talk to you later. Don't call me again or block their number. That's probably the best way. You're going to say, well, Connor, where did they get my information as the seller? Did you give it to them? Oh, no, absolutely not. But there's a lot of data mining companies out there, a lot of places where you can get people's information, criminal records, run background checks online, and they're the ones that pull that data. So they pull the data and then they sell it to 500 agents that do that kind of calling to try to generate business. And all of those agents will call you. I don't care if they're in San Diego. More than likely, they're going to give you a call and try to procure that listing for them under their name. And they might even go as far as telling you that what your agent said about maybe not having it shown during the holidays as a benefit, uh, that's wrong. They might be able to give you information to back that up. However, it's really gonna be case by case, 
dependent and we'll have to see what happens with the market and what goes on in the future. But if you were going to cancel with me, one of the things I would say is we definitely need to get it, give it a 90-day breathing period because if I put that property on the market any time before 90 days, what's going to end up happening after the cancellation, not having a 90-day break, is the property is going to show back as if it's consecutively been on the market for however long it was listed before the 90-day break or the 80, 90, less than 90-day break and then the rest. So if it was listed for 30 days, then you kind of said, you know what, we're going to wait until we uh, get into the next year before we put the property back on the market. That's fine, but you got to take that time. If it was 30 days, now we go 89 days. So we're up at 129 if I'm doing the math correctly. And that's what it's going to show on the MLS that your properties, if we list it before the 90-day period, your property is going to be totally on the market for that entire time. So you want to make sure that your agent, well, now you understand it. You want to find out if that is the same, if that applies in the same way in your local market, wherever that may be. And I'm with Southland Regional Association of Realtors. That's how that works. Maybe at other board of realtors. You, know, you cancel for one day and they have a zero reset because they don't carry the consecutive days on market timeframes as a proof or a statistic within the multiple listing service. Good questions to ask. If your agent is good, they're going to be informative and they're going to give you all of that information that you need to make your best decisions with because you would have no idea that that even exists unless you're a real estate agent. And I'll even throw this out. Most agents don't know that's the case either because maybe they're new or maybe they've you know never had to cancel or uh, they've never had a seller want to cancel or maybe they're just a buyer's agent and don't really take listings or whatever it may be. This is all listing agent stuff that we I need to know so I can best inform my seller because maybe you know Johnny Smith, my seller says, well, you know, uh, I don't want to wait 90 days because next year we got to be in Tulsa by you know a particular date, so I'm not going to wait. And then, you know, we have a decision to make. And once that decision is made, then, of course, I perform and do whatever my seller wants. As long as I can rest easy at night and close my eyes on my nice pillow, having giving, given them all of the information that they need to make the best decisions. All right. So I'm Connor. You got to go to SantaClaritaHomeExperts.com forward slash blog. And you got to check out that uh, article I wrote. Uh, that was a November update. You'll see it there at the top, unless I get happy and publish more content today. But again, scroll down. If you don't see it, it'll be November. It'll be Santa Clarita Market Update, and you'll be able to see what's going on in the market. I put real numbers in there, real data uh, taken directly from the multiple listing service. No, no manipulation or changes because I don't do it that way. I hate that, people. It bothers me. It bothers me deeply. I'm Connor with Honor. Thank you so much for checking me out, listening to my radio show here on YouTube. SCV Moves is the YouTube channel. Santa Clarita Home Experts is the website. Me, well, I'm Connor McIver, Connor with Honor. Uh, DRE 01238257, California Department of Real Estate license number. And it is a pleasure. Thank you for the time. If you need me, I've got a cell phone number for you. But it's all, all over online. But if you need it, if you're one of those writing down types, which I'm kind of that generation, 661 400 1720. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be safe. Be good to each other. Do your prayers. Pray all day long without ceasing, and we will talk to you very soon. I am Connor McIver. God bless. Over now.